0: Mistä nähdään? Joo. alta. Puhetta taiteesta ja mediasta. Nyt puhumme näistä jälkimmäisestä. Aiheitamme ovat kulttuuriset erot esimerkiksi vapaudessa ja sosiaalisessa mediassa. Keskustelijamme tulevat Namibiasta, Tansaniasta ja Suomesta. First, we have lecturer of journalism and photography, Hugh Ellis, from the Polytechnic of Namibia. Hello. Welcome. Uh, then we have a chairperson of Tanzania, chapter of the Media Institute of the Southern Africa, Simon Berege. Hey. And then we have principal lecturer, Dr. Pirita Juppi, from Turku University of Applied Sciences. Hello. Uh, let's start with freedom of speech. What does freedom of speech mean to
1: you and your people? Let's start with you. Freedom of speech means a whole lot and it, it deals with a whole lot of rights. It means the right to influence your government, to influence what, what you read in the press as a citizen. It, it means the right to uh, exercise democratic control over companies that, that operate in your country. It, it means the right to express yourself, uh, to exercise your own, uh, your own creativity.
2: Uh Maybe just in additions, uh, freedom of expression in general is inherent. It's the basic human right uh, entitled to every person. And we say freedom of expression is a public good. It's just like the air we breathe. So, in our context, we cannot be very far from what Hugh has just said, but uh, it's, more, it's more than expressing yourself, but it's also it's the right you have to receive important information that can help you to make a rational decision. Freedom of expression can also uh, be extended even to the media freedom, because these are separate uh, phenomenon, but they are closely related, because freedom of expression is that general concept. Uh, the freedom that every individual has. But uh, when you go to the media, is the specific freedom guaranteed or entitled to the media organizations. Uh, but these concepts are very closely related because the media is the one which facilitates uh, this exercise of freedom of expression. So it's the whole concept of not only the right to express yourself, but also to receive important information, mm-hmm. to offer your opinion, to give your point of view, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. When you look at uh, world indicators, uh, the indices, you can see that we are not uh, selling very bad when it comes to the issues of freedom of expression and freedom of speech. So generally, we say we have the freedom of expression in my country, but uh, it's not absolute. Uh, It's not absolute because there's some uh, predicaments to freedom of of expression and freedom of speech. Because when you want to measure whether uh, your country is free or not, there are several indicators, okay? There are several indicators. One of them is can the people start, uh, are people free to start media organizations? That's one of the parameters. And where are we are selling very well? Because uh, when, for instance, looking at the radio stations and the newspapers registrations, we rank second from South Africa. We have plenty of that. But also when looking at... Uh, the regulatory frameworks the laws Uh, but with the laws that's where we have problem in my country because there you can find the most oppressive media legislations uh, in africa and maybe in several parts of other places in the world Uh, for instance you know in my country we have uh, what we call the newspaper act of 1976. so under this legislation you can just imagine the minister who is in charge of information services can just wake up in the morning and order the suspension or close down of the newspaper, and uh, his de- his or her decision is final and uh, conclusive. And uh, not only suspending, but can he also ban or deregister, or offer a notice of re- deregistration of any newspaper at any given time. And uh, ever since independence, when we attend independence in 1961, uh, there are several newspapers who fallen victim of these laws. So you can see we have freedom. For instance, this is guaranteed within our constitution, the Constitution of the United Republic of Tanzania. Uh, but uh, again, you are given freedom in one hand, and it is taken by the other, the other hand. So generally, we have that freedom. And again, that freedom, it is also depending who is in power at that particular time. It depends who is the president, is he in support of freedom of expression, is he media friendly or not. So if you have the president or the leaders who are not media friendly, you can see that you feel the vice of the laws. But if you don't, you see that these laws uh, becomes uh, dormant. Generally, we can say if you have to rank 80%, we are free, but uh, this Twenty remains for the these uh, restrict, restrictive laws that we have in place there.
1: I can say with yeah, with Namibia, it's at least a bit better um, in terms of the legal right to publish. It's 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 very much there. A newspaper pretty much can't be banned unless it's really um, going with hate speech and that sort of thing. But otherwise, really not. I think you know the organization, Reporters Without Borders, yep. ranks press freedom, mm-hmm. and Namibia is one of the few countries in Africa that's actually that actually meets all their conditions for a free press. I think Finland's another one. World uh, very, very few, very few other countries make it. The US doesn't make it, for example. Yeah. But
2: Despite the fact that they are the believers of the First Amendment.
1: Oh, yes. The US. Oh, yes. The, and the Fourth Estate and yeah, what yeah. have you. Yeah. Um, having said that, there are always challenges. You know, there are challenges around ownership. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of our media mm-hmm. is government owned. So. There's a question of how much self-censorship goes on, you know. We don't want to, we don't want to annoy those who own us. Uh, there are large corporations that own some of, our, some of our commercial media. So there's also that how far will they go, how far will they annoy their advertisers. Also, language is, language is an issue. Um, our official language is English and most of the media is in english uh, but at the same time there are a lot of indigenous languages some people only speak the indigenous languages and so in a way those people are sort of shut out from the media
2: at the moment mm-hmm. he has spoken about the ownership structures i think that is very important uh, indicator to look whether also you are free or not so we are the opposite you are more government owned in tanzania uh, 90 percent of the media organizations are owned by the private entities however who owns the media now you can have these individuals a private person owning this particular media organization but is affiliated whether the government or these political parties so again uh, it becomes tricky uh, when it comes to the i mean the output of the editorial content so you can see whether you are private or public. Again, it depends who are those behind uh, the ownership structures of this media organization and really output of what is being covered.
3: As Simon already mentioned, Finland obviously um, has a good reason to be pretty proud of its state of. Uh, freedom of media and and, uh, freedom of expression, because for several years now we have been the best country in the world, uh, Press Freedom Index. Uh, But, of course, each country has their set of problems. And I think in Finland I would be um, maybe more um, concerned about the commercial pressures than, for example, political or government influence on the media, meaning that uh, since media is more and more, commercialized advertisers potentially may, may use some influence mm-hmm. on the media. And, of course, also in Finland, the media ownership and especially centralization of ownership potentially is a problem because it could, could threaten the diversity of the media mm-hmm. when we have bigger and bigger media organizations and, and mm-hmm. contents of the media are becoming more and more homogeneous and, mm-hmm. and so on.
1: Yeah, appealing to the lowest common denominator is always a, a danger, you know. Having content that will appeal to everyone so we can, so avoiding controversial views so that we can sell the biggest audience to our advertisers. Mm. It's always a danger.
2: Yeah, it's the, it's the big issue because most of these media organizations, they survive by adverts, through advertisers. And the, the power of advertisers, even in Tanzania, is big. Okay. For instance, you have um, com- these big companies. For instance, the telephone companies—they uh, are the main advertisers. Okay. So just uh, think: uh, if you have a story, a negative story about uh, one of these telephone companies, and this company is your main advertiser, you can just sense how I, how your editorial output is going uh, is going to be. But not only that, even. Uh, the case of the government. The government also is the main advertiser. Whether you have your private entities or your government owned newspaper, you are also depending adverts from the government, okay? Government parastators. So you can just imagine sometimes you have to negotiate, okay? Can you cut the hand that fits you? So that's a challenge. It's another challenge. Those who try to survive by circulation, they are not that many.
0: Pirita, Finland is a small country. The media has quite close relationship with politicians and other leaders. We all know each other pretty well. Does this affect the reporters that they censor themselves? You just came back from Tanzania and you have seen how they work here and you you know both sides little so do you do you think that in Finland there's some self-censorship?
3: Well, I think uh, self-censorship potentially is a problem everywhere in the mm. world in in the media. And uh, it might be a problem, especially in any uh, field of, of so-called beat journalism specialized journalism, because in those uh, specialized areas, you tend to develop a closer relationship to your uh, sources. So... Uh, this holds also for for journalists specialized in political journalists. Mm. If they have uh, their network of, of sources, politicians with whom they uh, communicate and relate a lot, of course, potentially it's possible that it becomes more and more difficult to be critical towards them. On the other hand, uh, when you compare Finland to many other countries um, in terms of, of so-called political parallelism, mm. Finland is, um, Finnish media is really not that political Mm. uh, at the moment. I mean, obviously, we have our history of of, uh, different newspapers with political affiliations and we still do have uh, some of those uh, newspapers, but uh, I don't see them as a problem because they are being openly political. If you are reading a newspaper of a certain political party, you know what to expect. They Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. expected to represent uh, those political views. Mm -hmm. I find it much more problematic uh, if you have a system like, like uh, Simon mm. there mentioned that in Tanzania you might have all these kind of uh, hidden relationships mm. 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 where you have politicians involved in ownership and control of the media and the audience doesn't even no. know it. Yes. <laughs> That's it
0: then uh, who gets to express their opinions the most in your
1: country's media? Let's start with Hugh. If you were to be cynical, you'd say those with power. Um unfortunately, you know, it becomes becomes much more easy to access the media if you're if you're well off, if you're living in an urban area, because they're mostly based there. Uh, we still have issues with many media favoring favoring men's views over women's. A survey we did in twenty ten showed that eighty percent of news sources are, are still male. Ah... Uh, so we do have those issues. The media, especially the bigger mainstream media, tend to reflect the voices of the dominant people in society. I think that can happen. It, it might not necessarily be something the media does deliberately. It's, it's almost something you do without thinking. You think, ah, this is a news story. Let's, let's speak to the minister. Let's, let's speak, perhaps, to the leader of the opposition. Maybe let's speak to one leader of a business organization, for example, and then we're done. You know, I think that's that's a grave that's a grave danger. Um, certainly, was my with my media. What about yeah,
2: time? it's like a coincidence because we conducted the research, uh, and the period I was already a researcher. Maybe it's not the same, but it's not identical, but yeah. it's a similar. We are looking perspective of gender and uh, one of the things we were looking the use of sources uh, the use of sources and it's exactly what Hugh uh, has just mentioned you see the male domination sources, and the prominent figures uh, prominent figures uh, commenting uh, every now and then and the occupying all the media sections especially these main Stream newspapers, mainstream uh, televisions, mainstream radio uh, stations, and uh, surprisingly, sometimes, for instance, you want to get comments, and the comments is about maybe the state of economy, but uh, I say, okay, I'm going to ask you because he's a minister in charge of so and so so, but you is just a politician. Okay? He's not an expert in that area of speciality. But so long as he's a prominent person, we, we, we tend to think that he knows everything. So you, see? so you can see the voices of women are suppressed in a way. They're not very much uh, pronounced. And when you see them, maybe they appear as victims uh, of situations or events. And even the other minority groups, uh, you can just see, hear voices whenever they become victims, maybe of the situations. But uh, Pirita may speak more about this because he's the one who was really leading <laughs> this kind of research.
3: Actually, I would l- kind of like to compare to the situation in, no, Finland, in Finland, yes, uh, because also uh, in in Finland uh, several mm. studies. Uh, show pretty much the same trends. So we know that uh, it's it's men who dominate. Maybe not quite as badly as uh, some uh, media monitoring reports show that the problem might be bigger <laughs> in in Africa. But even in Finland, which is like uh, being proud of being such an equal country Free. with mm. good position of women and and so on, still in the media, uh, women are under represented as, as sources. And yes, definitely, it's different uh, elite groups like politicians, different authorities, and various experts who most of the time get to speak in when it comes to the hard news. I think if I compare, for example, to Tanzania, we are maybe a bit further in uh, trying to bring out also the voices of of ordinary people Mm. and um, kind of uh, trying to understand that they have their important input to provide through their everyday experience. But we still have a lot to do in that
2: area. I didn't know that because I heard somewhere that Finland is a female country and (laughs) men are the ones who are fighting for their freedoms.
3: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was a man who said that.
2: (laughs) (laughs)